Georgia's DBHDD is warning all Georgians that half of all opioid deaths happen at home when people take an oxy or a perk with a glass of alcohol for stress or to sleep. Learn more about protecting families from opioid overdoses at opioidresponse.info. Welcome to the Georgia Today podcast from GPB News. Today is Thursday, January 18th. I'm Peter Biello. On today's episode, Georgia Democrats make an effort to keep Donald Trump's name off the Georgia ballot. Spelman College has received its largest ever donation. And it's been 30 years since the EPA listed parts of Georgia's coast on its most contaminated list. When will it be cleaned up? These stories and more are coming up on this edition of Georgia Today. The judge presiding over Georgia's election interference case is set to hear a motion on a conflict of interest allegation. Today, Judge Scott McAfee scheduled a February 15th hearing on the motion, accusing Fulton County DA Fonnie Willis of having a romantic relationship with a prosecutor she hired. Willis has defended her hiring of the special prosecutor, Nathan Wade, but has not commented publicly on the alleged romantic relationship. Democratic state lawmakers are trying to keep former President Donald Trump's name off all Georgia ballots. The move is unlikely to go far in the Republican-controlled General Assembly. GPB's Donna Lowry tells us more. More than a dozen Democrats have signed a House resolution by Representative Roger Bruce of Atlanta challenging Trump's election eligibility under the 14th Amendment's Insurrection Clause. Our Constitution calls for people to be loyal to the country. If you're not, then you should not be in positions of leadership. And his actions on January 6th were clearly not in the best interest of the country. His actions by calling our Secretary of State and asking him to find votes, basically asking him to break the law. Another state lawmaker is filing a separate House bill on the same grounds. Recently, Georgia Attorney General Chris Carr joined fellow Republicans in 26 states in a legal brief to keep Trump on the ballot in Colorado. For GPB News, I'm Donna Lowry. A billionaire couple is giving $100 million to Atlanta's Spelman College. The school is calling the gift from Rhonda Stryker and her husband the largest ever single donation to a historically black college or university. Rhonda Stryker is the billionaire granddaughter of the founder of medical device maker Stryker Corp. Spelman says it will use $75 million to endow scholarships. The rest of the money will be used for other purposes. These include developing an academic focus on public policy and democracy and improving student housing. Federal environmental officials are outlining options for how to address mercury contamination at a hazardous waste site on Georgia's coast. The Environmental Protection Agency listed the LCP chemical site in Brunswick as one of the nation's most contaminated sites in 1994. In November, the agency approved four options to clean it up. None of them would remove the mercury completely. Rachel Thompson of the Glenn Environmental Coalition says it still could be years before the work begins. Even though there is progress being made, I know people are not happy with the timelines. People are not happy that it's been 30 years and the site is still not cleaned up. The site was used by several industries for much of the 20th century, and mercury is just one component of its contamination. The EPA plans to select a cleanup option over the next 12 to 15 months and seek public comment before the remediation begins. Georgia's commercial and recreational shrimp harvesting season comes to an end today with some of the industry worried about its future. Harvest amounts for the entire season won't be available until April. 
But shrimpers say the problem this season wasn't the catch, but the price. McIntosh County harvester Wynn Gale says a year and a half ago he got $6.50 a pound for head-on jumbo shrimp. Today, it's about $4, and that's on top of the higher price for fuel. We're keeping our head above water, but it's barely, just barely. One major breakdown and we're done. And, and, and that's the story of half the boats on the coast. The Department of Natural Resources issued shrimp harvesting licenses to 117 Georgia residents in 2023. Through December, Georgia shrimpers earned more than $8 million on their catch. If you like hearing the news from around the state here on Georgia Today, you'll probably like hearing how Georgia's agriculture economy feeds the country and the world on a fork in the road. I'm David Zelski, and on the Fork in the Road podcast, we feature stories from Georgia's farmers, fishermen, merchants, artisans, chefs, and others who help provide Georgia-grown products to folks in the Peach State and beyond. Find it online at gpb.org slash podcast or download it on your favorite podcast platform. Columbus-based financial services company Synovus missed Wall Street expectations yesterday with quarterly adjusted earnings of 80 cents per share. The average estimate of nine analysts surveyed by Zach's Investment Research was for earnings of 94 cents per share. The company reported fourth quarter profit of more than $70 million. For the year, profit exceeded $543 million. Some state lawmakers and activists are pushing to remove the state sales tax on menstrual products in Georgia. GPB Sarah Callis has more. Period products are taxed at 4% in Georgia. Some lawmakers and activist groups are looking to change that. L. Knight with the YWCA of Greater Atlanta said removing sales tax on products like tampons and pads, referred to as menstrual discharge collection devices, could save women in Georgia $6 million a year. I'm not saying that removing the tax on MDCDs could solve every financial problem, but I do believe that eliminating the sales tax would ease the financial burden of Georgian women throughout the state. Menstrual products are not taxed in 29 states. This is the seventh year that advocates have pushed for legislation to remove the tax in Georgia. For GPB News, I'm Sarah Callis at the State Capitol. Meanwhile, the Atlanta-based feminine care product company The Honeypot has agreed to a $380 million partnership deal. Under the partnership with Compass Diversified, The Honeypot will keep its leadership team and owners and management will retain a minority stake in the company. Founded in an Atlanta apartment a dozen years ago, The Honeypot offers products designed to promote feminine hygiene, menstrual and consumer health, and sexual wellness. A spokesperson for Compass Diversified says the partnership will allow Honeypot to reach more customers. Braves outfielder and winner of the 2023 National League Most Valuable Player Award, Ronald Acuna Jr., caused a buzz online after posting a video on Instagram of himself hitting home runs left-handed. According to MLB.com, this is not the first time Acuna has flirted with batting lefty. He tried it prior to the 23 season and attempted to do it during a regular season game in 2021. But once manager Brian Snicker saw Acuna wearing a left-handed batting helmet on the on-deck circle, he called him back to the dugout, waving his finger in disapproval. Brave spring training is less than a month away, with pitchers and catchers scheduled to report on February 14th. And that is it for this edition of Georgia Today. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you want to learn more about any of these stories, visit gpb.org news. Take a moment and subscribe to this podcast. We will be back in your feed tomorrow afternoon. And if you have feedback or a story idea, our email box is waiting for a note from you. Send it to us at georgiatoday at gpb.org. I'm Peter Biello. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. 
Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.